0: blue wire Don Right elevates to 3 it, hits. Man, is good, right oh. it is your boy Ant Right. Your host of Michigan State of Mind. I really appreciate you listening in. Uh, gonna get right into it, man. Uh this uh this this Jamari Budden stuff is pretty interesting. Um Sounds like Michigan tried to get him to commit and gave him like a very like soft deadline, and you know, Budden didn't wanna Commit to that and sounds like Michigan moved on and went for a safe pick, but then, you know, wanted to you know, go back to Budden and see what was happening and uh, Button was just like, nah. And um, that's very interesting. That's that is very, very interesting. And then, you know, this morning I'm reading um, saw a saw a tweet from uh I think it was Bean. Some of you guys know him um, showing where the Bell Bill coach was liking a bunch of tweets that kind of bash Michigan. It's kind of a weird stance to take, especially if you're a coach. Um, it's about the kids. and if you have grown-ups acting like children at the expense at the expense of the kids that you know, you're bringing up and recruiting and teaching. Um, that's that's pretty childish, and um, and I would not trust my child to be in a be in a program like that. It's great that you have a connect to Michigan State. That's awesome, um, but you don't. But you don't need to, you know, burn certain bridges. Especially as a high school coach, like like, you know, you're taking your adult beef into impacting where certain kids go to school and go to college. You know, no telling how many lives you're changing for the negative. You know, just just be just just because you don't like somebody, and that's impacting someone's life that isn't even yours, and you're going to change their trajectory, uh, just because you have a small beef. With a head coach that's 15 miles down the road. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, Everybody has to be better. Everyone. That's the Belleville coach. That's, you know, the the Michigan staff. Uh, Something has to happen to mend that relationship. There is no, what's the word? There is no secret to why. Belleville players, if you get offered by Michigan State, like in the last like three or four years, they've all gone to Michigan State. If you're a Belleville player and you and you get offered, they go to Michigan State. There's no coincidence behind that. There's no coincidence behind that whatsoever. But if a kid wants to go somewhere else, um, don't talk them out of it due to personal reasons. Uh, that's just really really petty and that's not me going against MSU or being for Michigan and all that stuff I'm just saying like you know you know don't don't you know don't talk down on a program because of your own personal beef like that's just childish for hoops I I do not I don't want to talk about Eastern yet uh, I I don't want to talk about him until uh, we know more about what's happening because there's there's a bunch of stuff swirling around with, you know, did it, does, you know, did Michigan even offer him, accept his commitment? Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now and uh, it's pretty weird that you transfer one day and commit to somewhere like a few hours later, it's pretty strange. I don't know what's happening there. I'm not sure what's you know going on with that, but um, I'm not going to comment on that until until we know a bit more. But with Brown, in my opinion, um, I'm not saying he's better than Josh Christopher, but in terms of what this team needs, I believe that Brown is going to be a much better fit. You know, if you're going to get a one-year player that is all about winning and maturity and you're getting a streaky shooter, you, you want it to be a senior, not an incoming freshman who's really about him, about his brand, and pretty much getting his. Um, you're going to get a just a really good defender and a team-first guy. And I thought that that was a really nice acquisition because Michigan needs, you know, needed, this especially last year, that guy who was about 6'5", consistent, they didn't have that last year, and um, and that's what Mar was, you know. That's what Charles Matthew was. You no, know, that was that guy. That that just you know gave you that, gave you that consistency. You know exactly who they were. They weren't gonna surprise you with anything crazy. You just got this. You know, you you had a very high floor for them. And they brought it on both ends. They had no excuses. And that's what Brown brings. And that's why I love the acquisition of Shondi Brown. At the same time, Juwan has to be a lot better at, you know, vetting. Like, like, recruiting has been an absolute circus. I understand, you know, you want to get these, you know, high-talented guys. But you have to vet them. Like, you have to vet them like crazy. You can't just see a talent and then just offer them. Like, Ask more questions about, you know, whether it's it's their inner circle, uh, other people who aren't in their inner circle, what are their opinions of certain guys. Um, you don't need bad apples coming in, especially early, especially when you're building. You're still building a framework of, you know, who you are and what this new program is supposed to look like. Offering these guys early, that's cool, but you gotta talk to more people in and around these kids. They're rivals, like, you know, what are they saying? And you have to, you know, understand what's coming from hate and what is pretty real. But it's been a circus with Christopher, with Todd, with Eastern. I don't even know what's going on with the Eastern thing, if Michigan even knew. I don't know what's happening. But you 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 can have all the talent in the world, but you don't need certain drama. It will sink the whole ship, trust me, man. And um, I really hope he learns from it. Ney is not looking good on boards, on draft boards, and I'm fifty-fifty on him staying in now. And um, but he's so old, man. He's so old. He's he's like he's gonna be a freshman and like. 20 years old. He's so old, but he's he's really low on draft boards, and I've said for a while. I think he chooses MSU if he does. If he does withdraw from the NBA draft, and that's going to help them out a lot. Um, pretty much based on what Aaron Henry does, I think Aaron Henry returns too, uh, but that's going to help a lot with having another ball handler that you trust. You know, you'll have AJ Hogard coming in, but he'll be a freshman. Um, Kreminay is going to be a freshman too, but I think he's going to be a little bit more experienced than Hogard with age, you know, playing with Team Canada and all that as well. Um, you know, just getting another ball handler is going to be big, and to have Rocket Watts not always on the ball, but be off the ball some and be able to mix it up. Um, those boards are also saying that Livers should also go back to school. I don't see him on many boards, if if any um i just don't see i just don't see him staying in if he does stay in um he he made this decision a long long time ago long long time ago that's the only reason he stays in is he made this decision that he was two feet out a while ago uh gabe neely decommitted from michigan state and which is really interesting because he had a lot to say on Twitter about Michigan and he was talking a lot of stuff really outspoken you know we not done yet and our class is gonna be crazy that he decommitted and then I, I like just went through his Twitter right quick uh, he's not getting the same type of love that Michigan State showed him and I and I know he realizes it I know he re- he realizes it when he committed when he committed his commit tweet. Like over a hundred comments it was like a, it was like a hundred twenty something comments over twenty three hundred likes, so that means that he had man six figure impressions easily, so over a hundred thousand people saw that saw that tweet and that was and that's super dope, but he's not getting the same love he's putting out other you know. I think he deleted all of his Michigan State uh, edits and all that. One of them was cold too. One was like the spider chain. He was like in the he was like in the white with the with the spider chain and like two other chains. That was a cold edit. I couldn't find that on his page. I'm not sure if that was on someone else's page. But um, yeah, nobody else is showing much love on his edits. I think the only the only edit that showed him like more than like 10 comments was Nebraska. But I mean, it's Nebraska. They have nothing else better to do. No shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner bet online. NASCAR is back and bet online has hundreds of other games, events and sports to get on. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA and UFC events 24/7. Or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. And Coming up next Sunday, BetOnline has ex-Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.a.g and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. And check out all the action. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom onto another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra, Cialis, so you know they work. <laughs> Since they're chewable, they work faster. You could take them anytime, any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend waiting or or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue com. promo code BLUEWIRE. Right, to some questions. I know I didn't, um, didn't give you guys much time, but I was... Uh, Kind of on a a tight schedule here. Uh, Rick Moudini, Moudini 31. COVID, snow, and 30-degree temps in May, murder Hornets, and now Midland and Saginaw is completely underwater due to dams breaking. Is this the end of the world? Rick, (laughs) not the end of the world, but it's been – 2020 has been very eventful and not in good ways. It's been ridiculous. Ever since, ever since, you know, Kobe passed, man, it's been, woo wee. 2020 has been not good. I'm serious, man. These last four months have been, have been really, really rough. And, you know, history books are going to talk about this. They're going to talk about, you know, how 2020 started. And they're going to have like full class lectures on this on 2020 um in about you know 2025 years what went right what went wrong and then we're gonna learn so much about what happened with this COVID thing more and more as time goes on and we're gonna really see you know who was at fault and I hope um I hope we do get a straight answer of what exactly has been happening there but prayers up to you I know you're up in the uh, Saginaw area and um If you guys don't know, Midland is dealing with like a crazy flood. Um, We're talking like legit flood, like several feet type of flood. So, um, you know, thoughts out to you guys. And I hope, you know, you're able to get back on your feet soon. Rob Rosso, at Rob Rosso. Would you partner with me on a Joe Exotic type zoo? Rob, you are a really good businessman. I will partner with you on pretty much anything. So so that's a yes. Maze Talk. At Mays Talk, if you're the CEO of ESPN, what would you be streaming right now to keep the views up? Ooh. I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's a really good question zeros. There are zero sports on. Um, I don't know why they don't do a tape delay on the Korean games because the Korean games are going on like at 1 or 2 in the morning. Like, you know, nobody's up. Like, well, why don't you just tape delay it to like, you know, 5 or 6 or 7 the following night, the evening. Uh, I'm not sure why they're, they're doing it live. I think that's just dumb. Steiner182 at Steiner182. Favorite and least favorite MSU-related accounts. Oh, man. I don't know. I can't just name one. Uh, You know, Log Hank, that's Logan. Pepsi God. He just bought me, like, a whole rack of Pepsi-sponsored stuff. So I may have to, like, switch my allegiance from Coke to Pepsi just because of that. But, like, man, like. Like right now, I have an, an I have an Aquafina, and I got a Life Water right here that I'm about to dig into. Uh, randomly met Logan on Twitter like a couple years ago, and he added me on PlayStation 4, and we just played duos one day, and I got shot down but I was knocked. I wasn't dead, but I couldn't really, you know, move. Then he just, he just, all I hear is a bunch of footsteps and bullets firing. And then he comes to revive me and I look up and he has like seven or eight kills. And I'm like, okay, you know, we should play a lot more often. So we just started playing for a, for a while. And, um, met him in person, went to, um, wasn't, it wasn't uh, Texas Day Brazil, but it was Fogo de Chow in Troy. We went out to eat, and you know it was a cool dude, and and uh, yeah, Logan's one. What's another one? Uh, big Sad. He used to be big Sub, big ten savant with like a default pick for the longest, and. Um, this sounds crazy, and he didn't, like, take my Stilo or anything, but um, i say he's really similar um, to me in terms of, like, thought, thought processes and um, how things are worded and kind of what you're trying to, you know, convey. Some of his tweets are very, very similar, like, you know, like sometimes I'll be on you know Twitter and, and like I'll see a tweet and I'll be like, man, if they reworded it like this and like this, it would have popped off pretty good. Um, with his like, like I've I don't, I don't think I've ever had to do that, but he, um, uh, I actually liked him from the jump. Like, like as soon as he started like, you know, getting in conversations more and more, I started like notice this random default like in my mentions (laughs) and I'm just like, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but cool, I guess. And um, cause I, I just don't talk to newer accounts much. Like I don't care who you are. Like if you've been on Twitter for like a year or two, I mean, or if I've noticed you for a year or two, like I, like I don't really engage much unless you are like actively, Like super active, like super engaging for a long time, in my mentions. But I always give preference to like the OGs, guys who have been on my page for like at least three or three or four you know years. I always give those guys um, as much respect and make sure that um, I talk with them first. Because over like, because if you're still here after you know over two or three years, you've seen, you've been through a lot of stuff with me. (laughs) <laughs> where like I probably said some things that are probably like pissed you off to the point of you wanted to like dox me and the fact that you're still here I'm 100% I'm like okay y'all are my freaking ride or dies you are my OGs like okay you mess with me I mess with you period dude Um, but uh he had like a little toxic segment Really toxic. He was really toxic for like a, for like a few weeks. Where I'm just like, 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 dude, what the heck happened to you? But then like after that, he like went back to normal. But um, but yeah, he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite favorite accounts, no matter school affiliation. Uh, Soldier is always positive. Um, super left leaning. So if you're a conservative out there, you probably don't want to follow him. Um, unless you could take some of the beating, but, (laughs) but, um, uh, yeah, he's, he's always super positive. Spiro, Spiro makes everybody mad, (laughs) everyone. And that's always hilarious to me. Um, he'll say something wild and I know his mentions are like jumping off and I just start reading them all the way through. (laughs) I don't even think he knows this, but, like, I go through, <laughs> I look at his timeline, like, like once every two days, and I'll, like, sift through and see if he, like, made, um, like, us, like, a really interesting comment, and uh, I'll, like, look through, and I'll be like, okay, let me look at the comments, and, of course, there's no... Bacon Farm or whoever they are just in there, you know, sounds good and all this stuff and like going at them. That is one of the that is one of the funnest rivalries, by the way, or most fun rivalries. I'm not sure which way you want to put it. But him versus Bacon Farm or Bacon Lime. I don't know what it is. Um, It's pretty funny. Who doesn't get much love are the women of Twitter. Um, Make sure you diversify your timeline man you don't all you don't want just one type of thing on your page you want you want like a whole bunch of different stuff like you want conservative people you want liberal people you want moderates you want sports people you want non sports people like if you do that and they all come together it is such it is such a fun time you want men women You want everything together of different types of backgrounds. It just makes it, it just makes it awesome, and it makes it just makes the Twitter experience a lot better. Um, uh, Tara Stafford and Madison Rose Faith, uh, they're both MSU, and they talk a lot of junk, Um, but uh, yeah, it's all in fun. It's all in fun, but um, fun follows. Don't be a simp. You know, you can talk sports with them, you know. Just don't be a simp. Uh, oh, you said least favorites, too. Um, that's hard to say. Because, in my opinion, you either rock with me or you're against me. Like, you fall under two categories, in my opinion. You're either with me or you are against me. It sounds super cliché. But you know, this sounds really arrogant too, super arrogant. But if you are on Twitter with Michigan or Michigan State, you know who I am. You know where my page is. You either know who I am or you've seen my Avi And... You know, there's Michigan people out there who know exactly, and they don't rock with me. That's fine. Like, then you're against me, and that's and that's totally cool, and that's totally and that's totally cool. But you better mind your business, or if you cross that line, I will go at your head. I will go at your head. And usually, when I go at somebody's head, they don't follow me. Just a heads up. <laughs> if you say something reckless, if you say something reckless and you do and you're not on my page, I will come at you I will come at you I I guarantee it so please if you're listening to this and you're not on my page say something reckless to me just so I can just so I can go off please 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 like there are media guys who follow me and there's media guys who don't follow me. Both know, both know who I am because they, you can't escape me unless you block me and you still don't get escaped because you're out of the loop on what happened on my page. You know what I mean? But I make it a mission to the media guys who follow me and who write up on things. I make it a mission like, I go out of my way to make sure some of their good work gets more gets more traffic. Like, one guy the other day, you know, I'm looking at his, you know, page, and he's posting articles, and, you know, no comments, one comment, like, one RT, you know, really, really, you know, you no, know, he may get traffic, he may not, who knows. But then I pop one. And all of a sudden, that one just stands out, and it has over 130,000 impressions. So over 130,000 people saw my tweet, and they would have linked it to his page as well, too. And if they click on it, that's, that's like one view for him. And over 20 comments under his thing. So, and this is someone who I haven't really, like, spoken with, but the fact that, you know, that, you know, he rocks with what I'm saying, and he's, like, on my page, oh, man, you get all the respect in the world because you have chosen to rock with me. But, yeah, if you don't rock with me, I will never drive traffic to you, ever, 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 ever. I have had to stop myself like five or six times in like the past month. Cause I saw a really good article, but then I saw who wrote it and I'm like, eh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm pretty vindictive and it is, um, I have to get better at that, but I'm pretty vindictive. I don't forget, I don't forget anything. I don't forget anything. If you slip up, And you don't rock with me. I better not see you slip up. I better not see you slip up. Because I'll make you look stupid. I don't know why or how. um, I got to this point with that question, Steiner. But um, I just got really pumped up for no reason. But, But yeah. But yeah. You either rock with me or you don't, bro. Doesn't, hey, you were, there is no in between. There is no in between. You may think you're in between. Not with me, buddy. Not with me. All right, Jose Bandito, that Eric Betts. Devin Gardner wasn't a horrible QB, like everyone says, that he is after his 2014 season. With him being back in the light, training Joel Milton, what do you believe was the reason why his 2014 was as poor as it was? Uh, Also, my dog needs some ant right merch. (laughs) Um, If your dog needs some ant Ride merch, honestly, I would just go on to, you know, just, you know, look up custom, look up, you know, know, custom dog stuff. And if you want a transparent file, um, I'll just send you one of my logo and you could just throw it on there. That's completely fine with me. Um, But 20, 2014, I mean, you're dealing with, you know, incompetence to the max around him. You're dealing with a weak O-line. Just nothing, nothing was, a, nothing was put in place to make sure that he succeeded, especially in 2014. And it's not, you know, you can't do much if you don't have an O-line. You can't do much if there's an incompetence around you. And you know what? That's just that is just how that goes, man. And you know, it's fine. It's fine. That's how that goes. It happens everywhere where certain people don't get an opportunity, but if they went to a different school, maybe their trajectory is different and you know, you know, they could be in a different spot right now. But I mean, he's very, very—he was very, very talented. He knew his stuff, but like I said, you know, not a lot—not a lot of great pieces, um, you know, like staff-wise and you know, O-line-wise and you know, coaching and teaching and all that. Uh, Ronnie Matini, the Wise, comment on the latest Joe Milton throwing video. I mean, I'm not a am not a football guy. Like I am super casual when it comes to like the nuances with football, but I love I love how I just love how he just makes these throws look so effortless. And this is off the movement. Uh, I love the different, you know, looks that Gardner was giving him whether it's you know, getting hit and whether it's you know getting pressure from the side or getting pressure from, you know, straight back, um, his footwork, and and he was, and he, you know what? Milton was treating it like an actual game. He was going hard. Like, he fell. He fell sometimes. He was off balance sometimes. And he still wanted to show that. And that just shows confidence, man. And, um, I. It was exciting to watch. I'll put it that way. It was very exciting to watch because he looks hungry, and I've seen like two videos now. And it is, it's what gets me is that he's probably doing this like three, four times a week, minimum. And when he's not doing it, he's probably stu- st- like, you know, like studying film. I just think he's really hungry right now. He looks really hungry, and, um, I hope the football team can reconvene sometime soon to make sure, you know, both Dylan and Joe have like a legit shot and they are indeed both at the same level. So truly the best quarterback wins. Tweet Kenterson at Kent tweeterson. Um, what show are you watching right now? I want spoilers too. Well, I'm not going to do spoilers, but, I don't know who else is on there, but, um, Roz has been watching new girl and I've been watching it too. It's not bad. It's not bad. Short episodes that are like 20 to 22 minutes long, not bad at all. So, I mean, we started like maybe like last week and we're already like middle of season five and, uh, it goes super fast. It goes, it goes really, really quick. Um, it's decent. It's decent. Enjoyable so far, for sure. But I really want to watch Breaking Bad. I really want to get on that as soon as possible. Uh, Wolverine season. Boss in your face one. Some targets you think Michigan has a good chance at in the 2021 class for basketball. Also, I bet you are already doing this, but what's your opinion on Eastern and Shondi? Uh, uh, I already gave my my opinion on Eastern and I gave my opinion on Shandy. Um the but the targets that I'm looking at for twenty twenty one is well first you have to know that Michigan's twenty twenty one class is gonna be there's like like I said either yesterday or the day before The roster is going to look crazy in 2021, 2022. That's because you're going to have no less than six or seven new faces on that team. That's like you're looking at guys graduating. You're looking at scholarships opening up because possibly Franz is gone after next year. Uh, You're looking at a lot of things. And you're looking at a whole new team pretty much. And basically the only person that will probably be left on that team from line is going to be Brandon Johns, you know? So, uh, that's going to be interesting. That being said, um, it's still super early, but Angelo Brizzy, um, point guard out of Virginia, Warrenson, Virginia, uh, lefty. I, I, I have his breakdown up on YouTube. a hey, Pretty good pretty good player, pretty good ball player, unranked, unranked, but he has been blown up as of late, like offers by like Villanova and a lot of teams like him. But real, real nice point guard, about 6'3", 6'4", pretty athletic, um, has super deep range, very, very good uh, player. Uh, if you don't know about him, go on, go on my page and check him out. Tom A. Woods, underscore, Tom. How do you see Brandon Wade contributing now with the new guard transfers? Really? Hey, that is a really good question. Um, It's going to be interesting. He has his work cut out for him. I mean, if you're looking at it, I'm going to have to write this down. I do all this pretty much off the cuff. So let me see here. So you have, you have Brandon Wade. You have Mike Smith you have Eli Brooks at the as the Mike Smith and Wade are the two are the two point guards are the, the two pure point guards Eli Brooks can run the point as well. Um, Zeb when he was smaller he he ran some point so that'll be interesting there. He has his work cut out for him. You know, he's going to have to beat out a fifth-year transfer for Columbia, who's, you know, who came here to start. He's going to have to go go to work on Eli Brooks. You know, he's going to have to really show that he can run the team, and that's up. That's totally up to him. But he has a lot more competition now than he had, um, you know, coming in. Now with Shawnee Brown coming in that's going to push that's going to push Zeb's minutes and Eli Brooks's minutes. Eli Brooks is really good defensively and really good shooting. You can't really rest him that much. I still see Eli putting up 25 30 minutes next year. So, Brandon is going to have to really compete with Mike Smith. He's going to have to really compete with Zeb as well too if he really wants to play and be in the rotation. Mike Smith and Zeb, that playing time is gonna it's it's gonna definitely come down come down to that. In practice, who's running the team? Who's running their team better? Um, who's going to work better? Mark Ashenbrenner at GoBlueMo. Mo, with addition of Shondi Brown, compare and contrast Wake Forest and Michigan style, and tell us why you feel he will succeed at Michigan or not. Uh ooh, good question. I wish I read this prior to wish I read this prior to the pod so I could possibly give you a better answer. But at Wake Forest at Wake Forest, Shandy was a really good defender on a pretty poor defensive team. Like they ranked like the mid two hundreds in defensive efficiency, I believe. And, um, and they, but they, but they played pretty fast. That's not a good combination. You're not only playing fast, giving the, you know, playing in higher possessions, but you also don't play very well defensively. So you have more, more plays to not do well on. That's kind of why they failed. Um, I see, uh. I see the the Big Ten being a lot better for him because games are games are going to be a bit a bit slower in the Big Ten and not really and not you know not you know super fast like the ACC and um, his play style uh, should translate pretty well like it's going to be like a Charles Matthews and Charles Matthews was great for the team I know you know some people had you know headaches because you know he wasn't uh, he wasn't Kobe or Michael Jordan but he's going to be very similar in terms of he's going to give you a lot of energy on both ends and he's going to be very consistent and he's going to have some games where he where he puts up like 7 and like 9 boards other games where he puts up like 20 something and you know 10 boards who knows but he's going to give you that energy either way and if you're that big you know he's 6'5" 6'8" wingspan 225 pounds, he's a big dude, and a big dude going really, really hard in the Big Ten. Uh, he should succeed. It's just up to the coaching staff to make sure that um, that you know he's put in um, that you know he's put in the right in the in the right situations on both ends. Really good question though. I wish I had more time to uh, research, but I do know that. Uh, Wake Forest was like mid 200s in terms of in terms of defensive efficiency, and they were ranked, I believe, number 60 or number 61 in pace of play. But good question. Yo, thank you once again for listening in. I really appreciate it. I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their you know week and you know continue to wash your hands. It looks like things are going to slowly start opening up here, so make sure that you are still. You know, looking out for home and and what's important, and make sure you, uh, you know, do what you're, you know, do right by your by your family and nobody else. Talk to you soon.